Water Buffalo TM is back with another Buff Talk. All right, three, two, one. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Old School Matt here. We're back with another Buff Talk. Today, I'm joined by a prior guest, David Seeger, a.k.a. Max Seeger, the guru himself. What's going on, Mac? Welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's going on? I like the new setup, like this new monitor here. You guys can't see it at home, but it's uh, pretty nice. Thank you, bro. Yeah, it's been a while since you've been on. We talked uh, last time a little bit about coding and programming and just like the way the world is. And I think that um, just from the conversations I've heard for the podcast that that people listen to that you're on, they enjoyed the conversation and wanted to know a little bit more about Mac and kind of his philosophy on life. So we're going to take a a different approach to today's podcast, maybe talk a little bit about programming and coding, but talk about more business and professionalism in today's society and who better is to talk to than Mac himself. So just kind of opening up, like how has the last couple of months been, Mac? Like, what have you been up to? How's work? How's, you know, life and everything? Just been working, honestly. Play, been playing a lot of poker. Um, I would say that the majority of my time is spent working, but like I, I find enjoyment in my work. But actually right now I am on uh, PTO. You know, obviously today's a federal holiday, but uh, I took some time off and I'm like, and I just just hung out, just chilled, and um, I'm I'm definitely ready to get kind of like back into working. Um, so yeah. Uh, How long was your PTO? It was a couple days. Yep. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, and then obviously the weekend, um, and now Monday. Yeah. Uh, so pretty pretty long. Um, I wanted to ask you a question, just kind of like we talked about it last time. Your experience in the software development industry and you know as a programming yourself we've talked about the various high you know what, what is the, the list called like the high uh there's like a list of programming companies that people want to work for oh high, like the high prestige high yeah. tc companies is that what it's called tc well tc is total compensation. total compensation i'm talking about like there's a list remember you showed me there's like a b tier one tier one tier, tier one yeah. yeah there's actually like tier zero like like so uh What's one of the uh, hedge funds? One of the major hedge funds. Black, um, BlackRock. Isn't that one of the tier uh, zero? I think BlackRock's a hedge fund. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just is. buy everything. They're just, they're just everything. But they're a tier zero, right? Like I remember you showed me. Yeah. That. So like those those quant quantitative de- developers are gonna get paid like amazing. Like that's like amazing. And then you got tier one, which is like Google, mm-hmm. Facebook, which arguably like Facebook. Um isn't the best place to work anymore, but they're still getting paid really well and still a really good place to work. And so you can kind of look at like uh, the quality of a company and ask yourself, oh, is this a place that I want to work at based off of the people that are there? How smart are the people there? What research is being done there? And uh, what's how much are they paying? You know, uh, and Facebook still is a great place to work. So, but yeah, so like tier one, you know, Google, Facebook, Netflix, uh, but you, but what I was trying to get to is you basically worked at maybe not tier one, but you worked at some pretty high tier two. Tier two. I, tier I'd two. probably work at like tier two, like Salesforce, mm-hmm. probably tier two. Uh, uh, Indeed. Tier, tier two. two. Yep. So basically what I was trying to say was you've worked at like some really good companies, yeah. right? And yeah. now, you know, careers change a little bit. You're working other places. What have you learned over the past 10 years or is it 10 years yet? Maybe eight years in your professional yeah. career outside of software dev, like how the business is actually run, like compared to like you're working now you're working at X company. Um, but before you used to work at the big companies, like what's the difference? What do you see being like 
the difference in how they run day to day and not just the negatives, but also like, you know, what's different about not working in those companies at the moment. Uh, you know, at these large companies, they have to deal with, you know, 50,000 employees. So the internal tooling, um, just so it is it, just a lot better. There's a lot, there's a lot more, um, uh, there's a there's a lot more tooling in place that allows the uh, company to be productive, mm-hmm. and so like stuff like that. A lot of processes aren't as solidified, but that's the main difference. Another thing is like at these smaller companies, you can move so quick. Um, uh, if, if you want to make a simple feature for, let's say Uber. Uber, by the way, is like a tier one. Yeah. Um, so if you want to make a small change to like, uh, I don't know, like the, the driver experience of Uber, y- you know, you could open up a pull request and be done immediately. But like at Uber, it's going to be a little bit different. There's, it's a, long story short, it takes a long time to make small changes at these big companies. So you have, you move slower. Yep. But you move more efficiently rather than like a small company where you move faster, but you don't move as efficiently type of thing? Is it like a kind of like a seesaw? Yeah, I'd say that there's more metrics at like a larger company. Yeah. Um, so like the, 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 the stakeholders know when particular features are going to be delivered. Um, and yeah. And they're delivered on time. They're, yeah. And they're ready on time mm-hmm. before... So what my, the point I was trying to get to is because we have these conversations all the time is yeah. like someone out of college, what do they do? Do they take an offer at the smaller firm? Yes, you take the offer at the smaller firm. Oh, God. See, I I could totally help a, and anyone do this. But, yeah, you take the – I think we talked about this last time. But you take the offer at the small the small place. Yeah, but I'm not just talking software engineering. I'm talking anything, you know, accounting, oh, wow. finance, fucking digital media. Like you as a – older you know in his prime self you're talking to a younger guy whether he's an engineer or not does he start at a smaller time firm you grind you get your income up guys you you, you make as much money as you fucking can are you allowed to curse on this podcast mm-hmm. uh <laughs> in jesus name no, i was kidding in jesus name but you like, make as much money as you can um and you 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 you, you start you start grinding because like you got to get that income up and you should always be leveling up on the weekends. I mean, I don't know how deep you want it. I don't know what questions you have. Do you want me to look at the, the, the outline? Cause I know you sent me it. I didn't read it. <laughs> I did. It's okay. No, I um, I, I wasn't outlining. Uh, this is, this is, wasn't a part this of the outline. Just sort of like, yeah, I was just kind of like, conversation uh, starters. off the top of my head type of thing, thing that I was, you know, trying to leverage some of your knowledge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I can go a little bit deeper. So like how, you know, I talked about this, like the last time I was on the podcast, like how are you spending your weekends? Aren't you like worried that you're going to run out of money or you're going to, you're going to, you know, you're going to rely on your parents for the rest of your life. Like, um, (laughs) so I, it, it's like, if you're, if you feel pressured to make money, that's good. You should go out and grind while you're young. I, it's not going to get easier, and I don't want this to be like a doom and gloom podcast because you know, yeah. like I'm super doom and gloom right now. I think you're more realistic. Yeah, uh, I would like to bring you more optimistic, but I think that your insight on certain things in the ways that we're related um, in our professional setting is are important, and they're not talked about a lot. For example, like 
whenever we have conversations they're never like spoken about outside of us yeah. um, but it's true I mean it's useful I think that sometimes there is some sense of pessimism and people might take that as like negative but I don't think that it's a bad thing because you're not like you're not one of the, there's people that are pessimistic and there's people that have that pessimistic tone to their voice but they mean good hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Whiplash have you seen that no. I think I told you to watch it but like you're not pessimistic and you're not like a lazy person that doesn't do shit. You're not one of these guys like, man, you know, life sucks, but this and you that. You know what? Going back to what you just said, which is like you told me to yeah. uh imagine a platform where like we become friends on this platform, like like a social media, and yeah. then you say, Mac, I want you to watch this movie. And then like I click a checkbox when I've watched it, yeah. and then like I earn credit back to where I can tell you to go watch something. That'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> be that, silly. that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we do say that all the time. Like, hey, man, go, go check this out. Go, go check. Oh, go, go, go. And then another thing, like, I always thought about another idea is, like, why it's, like, I should know what movies you've watched. Like. For conversation starters? Like, no, just, so, for example, I watched District 9 last night. You ever seen that movie? Uh, no. It's fucking cool. It's, like, Netflix? an alien movie. Uh, where did I watch it? I don't even know. Um, long story short, like I should be able to go up, pull Matt's profile up and, uh, see if he's watched district nine. That would be cool. I don't know why Netflix doesn't do that already. They don't do that. They probably do, but I'm just saying like, I just even at like the, the higher, the higher level. So just to sidetrack real quick, Mm. there are tools out there now that are like outreach tools for sales organizations that literally have like everything about you. I don't know if you came across them. Mm, Zoom, no. Zoom Info, Seamless AI. Well, Zoom Info's been around for... Do you know what's... Have you heard of Zoom Info? Zoom Info. Is that how you register like companies? Zoom Info's been around forever. I don't know if that's how you register a company. I just know that you can go into their database and type in... You can, you can put a list of firms and you can pretty much get... And I've done some testing to see how up-to-date it is. You can pretty much get like everyone who's working there, their work email and their phone number. Personal sometimes too. Wow. And what, what it does, I think Seamless AI does this, Zoom Info also does this, is it takes like, so let's say we work at ABC Company it'll, and it finds your email somewhere public, mac.seeger at abccompany.com. It'll find like Matt Wynn at ABC Company uh, on LinkedIn. And maybe my email is not public, but it'll do like a test and it'll send like requests to the email. So it'll send like m.win, matthew.win, uh, matthew.n. Matthew win and then like when it gets like a two hundred response yeah <laughs> then it get, it's crazy um, how that how that works but it just because you talked about a profiling um, platform yeah. it'd be interesting to have something like that for for movies or even have that on a on one of these sales platforms because if if you know someone's into like for example like like a sport or something and you're trying to sell them something yeah. and they know you know they're a, a fucking Red Sox fan or whatever well, yeah uh, well, look, at, look at Facebook Facebook had every, Facebook has everything too like. But nobody wants Facebook anymore. But yeah, you know when you like something on Facebook, yeah. like it's amazing and an ability to like target all the Red Sox fans. Yeah, the Red Sox are probably like like the organizations themselves, like outside of their mailing list, and they have their previous people who have purchased tickets. But how often is the ticket associated with an email? Um, but yeah, I don't know how we went on that track. Sorry about that. No, no worries. I think it was. Any uh, tangent is is, um, is welcome, but uh, before that, we were talking about small company, big company, guy out of college. Where does he go? And the reason why I want to get into this is because some of the things that you've brought to organizations that we've worked together in at some point was like 
like you brought in Asana, you brought in Slack, which are two like basic things, but like small companies sometimes don't do that. They like text or they don't use Teams. I think companies that aren't using these tools are not going to exist in like (laughs) in 10 years, 20. Look, everyone's getting older and the, the, the success stories of the past, how they did it. Congratulations. If you can't keep up, but yeah, Slack is like just a, like a standard, like some type of internal communication tooling. That's um, not text messages, right? That's not text messages, not emails. And then, you know, uh, getting work done, it shouldn't be, and I ask this all the time. I'm like, okay, let's say you've got someone named John working at the company. I should be able to pull up a screen and know exactly what John's working on. And generally speaking, when something like this should be complete based off of his previous work. And that would be Asana. Something like Asana or um, like Jira is more of like the standard. Gotcha. No, I'm just, I'm asking because you came into my life at a point where I was at a place and it wasn't leveraging a lot of these tools, a lot of like discommunication and stuff like that, but teaching me these tools that you don't really learn in college per se, which is not, it's not hard to pick these things up. It's more like a habitual thing. Like for me to not text you sometimes when you're working, I just slack you. Cause I know that's like where you're at. Your head is in slack. Your head's not in text messages. Like, uh, yeah. It, it, you know, during the, during the work day, I'm going to get a notification. Yep. Um, so, you know, my phone, sure. I could have like the Google messages up or something like that, but yeah. And that's the thing with working at a smaller company is you feel more like personal ties to the people you're working with, which might fulfill some people. But when you work at a big organization, you're like disconnected from you. You don't you don't text your coworker. I'd Bob. say I'd say poorly managed small companies, dude, because like, yeah. look, like there's startups that are highly efficient. And this is all standard. Most of this is standard, Matt. Like, yeah. uh, you know, maybe not outside of the tech industry. It hasn't hit that point yet. But like everything's going towards tech you want to own a coffee shop like better have the loyalty program better have the like application and the website and the 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 you know all all of it needs to be tech even you know like the accounting um inventory management all of it's tech it's all tech and with chat gpt open ai that how far do you think that's going to take how how far do you think it's going to be until the, the mundane like person that can't even use ChatGPT is out. Um, ChatGPT, wow, is like an like it's a, it's a really amazing. Um, I think it's naive. There's there's to, there's two people that fuck up with the whole Chat ChatGPT thing. One side of the coin is gonna say what? ChatGPT's coming. We're all fucked. Like right now. Yeah. The other side of the coin's like, oh well, you know, it can't do this, and oh, I'm not worried, and it's just like, you know what I mean? Am I? Am I? Am I? Should I? No, you're good, you're good. You're okay, good. Uh, and and so it, but but the answer kind of lies somewhere in the middle, um, and my 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 response is basically like it's a little bit of both, but like if you think it's not coming, I think five years. I yeah, mean, to, give, to give you an answer, like five years as a software engineer, can Chad GPT replace me right now? Nope. Not even fucking close. Yeah. Like, and then that's a, like, I try and tell like some of the junior engineers I work with, like they're so obsessed with Chad GPT. I'm like, dude, this thing, like it sucks. 
What yeah. does? What is it good at? Boilerplate code. Mm-hmm. Looking at your code, debugging it, finding the issue. But what sucks about it now, in three years, is going to replace my ass. So, like, when we talk about, like, the two sides of the coin, I'm in the middle. I'm very much aware of ChatGPT is going to take my shit. Yeah. So, I'm looking at, and we can talk offline or I could say right now, but I'm already looking for other work. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, freelance work or, like? I'm going to, I'm trying to get into real estate, basically. Gotcha. Get in the real estate, not only, like, I'm working on, like, buying an investment property in Ohio with this fucking awesome guy I can get you connected with. He's really cool. He's a good friend of mine at this point. He was, uh, I hired, like, a results results trainer. Yep. And You're we just, coach. I told you about that. Yeah. And uh, he's gotten really close with me, and now it's just, like, you know, we've known each other for almost a year, and he's like, look, I'm buying this property. Yep. And he's already got 20 properties. Wow. So, you know, he, he's done it before. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, the, the the point of where I'm getting to is I was trying to segue into a podcast to talk a little bit about that and where people should be headed in the future. Mm. I've seen ChatGPT. I've used it. I use it all the time. Um, but you're right in the sense that, like, for for my, I guess, my, like, area, it's not so much code sometimes, yeah, but it's more like using Excel. But ChatGPT has a lot of that. ChatGPT like, is great, man. It, it's like instead of having to think through what I would do with formulations in Excel or how to write a script to get this from there, it does it for you. Mm. But the thing I've come across is I've showed people the tool and people are hesitant and they're like almost avoiding to use it. And I'm like, why? That's what I mean. Like there are certain people and we know these people just personally with our connections of, (laughs) of working that are not, I don't even know if they're lazy or they're just scared but they're or just unintelligent enough to even leverage ChatGPT to its full potential. The reason why I can use ChatGPT and and, and use it successfully and, and really like cut down on a lot of the work day to day is because I know how to use Excel to begin with. If I never know how to use Excel, then I wouldn't yeah, be able to use ChatGPT. Exactly. You know, that's that's perfectly said. You know how to use Excel. This is a tool that only makes your Excel usage better. Yep. Right. And the same thing with coding. Yep. This is how I talk to ChatGPT for people at home listening to the podcast. Hey, I'm building this. Mm-hmm. I need your help. Just yep. send that. Start off with that, and then it comes back. Sure. Yeah. I'm able to blah 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 blah. blah you know, it's so, and then you follow up with okay. So yeah, you know, I was thinking. This is literally how I talked to you. I was thinking. You know, we probably need a users table to track the users that uh, this, that, and the other. And then ChatGPT comes back. You're right! Exclamation point. All it does is affirm what I already know. Yeah. And then what it does really well, Matt, if you've ever uh, done any, like, system design, it tracks, like, for software, it tracks all the little things that you guys have already talked about. So now, you've got your own little personal note-taker. It's your VA, your personal assistant. On steroids. uh, (laughs) Right? Yeah, on steroids, yeah. Um, And so... What's really cool about this is you guys will be talking, let's say uh, you're building like a software system, right? Uh, you're doing some system design. And then once in a while, it'll throw in an additional nugget that you didn't mention. You didn't even mention it. And they'll say, they'll give you one, like out of like the entire blob, one sentence will be like, um, you know, it trying to help you, um, you know, a suggestion. It'll make a suggestion. Yep. And the suggestion is fucking amazing. Really? ChatGPT is good. Very good. Yeah. But it, 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 so, but, but tell it to go kind of like look into a code right, right now. Like I was thinking about this, this morning, ChatGPT 
can can help us the human like and we can we can prompt it but can it go into like a code base could it go into a a a problem space and have the context and then know what to do is a is another question and you would say probably not or probably not at least what, what they're what they're showing us right now but if you don't think that's coming in the next couple two three four five years right yeah. so with regards to what's a what's what what should we do to make money um i don't know like i heard like cutting hair is <laughs> you think so i heard like that's the last one to go right hair cutting hair cutting is like the last one to go there's a whole site really that like tells you when it's going the percentage of like the possibility that it's gonna go. that it's gonna happen i forget what it's called I think I think I think my manual labor would be probably video and photography, but I think that that maybe can be automated by robots one day. I don't know. That's a that's a good point. Like if I'm Kodak Black and I need someone to like record me, like yeah. you know, is Kodak in jail? I was just listening to Kodak. That's why I brought him. I have on. no idea. I don't even know. I'm not. But could, like, a, could a robot replace like a, a videographer? I don't know. Like, is the arts gonna now be like where everyone needs to be? Like, cause it, cause no, really, because I mean. If you're recording in the physical world, yeah, sure, robots not going to get there for a while, yeah. But if you're like generating a picture, that shit yes. is. You've seen that logos shit. and stuff. Logos, is, done. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, that's a it's tough a spot. scary world, man. And, yeah. and but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Someday that there will be a robot, and they already exist. You guys have heard of Boston Dynamics? I've heard of it before. You know the little dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They dance and shit. Yeah, the so one from can, fucking I'm, Black Mirror. I don't know what Black Mirror is. <laughs> look at uh, keep talking. I'm gonna look it okay. up. Okay, uh, so you can go Boston Dynamics. Um, believe you can now purchase these dogs for like research purposes. I think they're like fifty thousand dollars, or maybe no, you can purchase them for like your work. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. Yep. Okay, so yeah. Um, and, and my 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 point is is like. Do you think the robot just shows up the dog and just starts working? No. There's an SDK associated with that robot. You know what I mean by SDK? Software development kit. Exactly. People at home, it's just basically like an, like a, an interface for uh, an engineer to work with the robot. And so, like, if I order a Tesla bot to my house someday, yeah. there still may, I say may, be work associated with troubleshooting the robot can it troubleshoot itself when does the human come in what there will be new opportunities that form but the traditional like software development of put this button on this page so when the user clicks it go here and then like 10 years gone uh yeah i I don't know it's 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 i'd be it's all i but it's gonna be vastly different that's at least all so i had to build a squarespace site for or i'm building a squarespace site for my church right for free um they asked to do this i was sitting there thought about florida full stack obviously with my knowledge of programming i was like i can write this but then i remembered oh i have chat gpt let me ask chat gpt how to do this all what the pastor wanted was for every time he uploaded a new playlist, a new card on the page to show up, and then playlist on what on YouTube. So like he he posts his sermons on YouTube. YouTube is YouTube API. Yeah. So he posts the new sermon on his YouTube. He puts it in a playlist. Say this one is as the the parables of Jesus. Right is a new is a new new playlist. 
he wants to have a card on his on his page that say parables. And then when they click it, they can see all the videos of parables. The next one, Christmas services, all the Christmas. So I started writing and I was like, ChatGPT. So let me ask ChatGPT. Now, did I ask ChatGPT right away and did it respond with the code right away? No, it took like 30 minutes to talk back and forth. And that probably also has to do with the fact that I'm not an expert engineer, but it took a little bit to figure out how do I get from A to B, but it worked. And I think that moving forward, at least in this space, it's going to be crucial so you don't get left in the dust to leverage OpenAI's ChatGPT or whatever artificial intelligence you can in your work environment, whatever you do. Because so, if you don't, you're dumb, in my opinion. So what you just described is like you had a problem and you used ChatGPT through, through its entirety. What the tier one smart people are saying, tier one, tier zero, yeah. Silicon Valley, you can go, there's an application called Blind. I yeah. think I mentioned that last time. It's called Blind. Yeah. How much they make? Uh, what do you mean? It's like how much? Or no, what? it's more than that. It's a, it's an anonymous co-working space for like Silicon Valley and all the big tech companies. But um, what everyone, what they're saying is ChatGPT is a productivity tool. Yep. You know, that it's there to make you faster, more efficient. It's not, it could be used like the way that you used it, which is like, I want to figure something out. How do I do it, ChatGPT? You know, it's, but you see what I'm saying? It's, it's to help you be more productive. Gotcha. But In its current state. And that's, and the reason why I didn't, understand the full scope of how to do that was because I never had really developed too much in terms of like functionality on Squarespace. So that was one of the problems. I've built Squarespace sites that are like the basic, you know, drag and drop, you know, write some CSS and change some spacing and stuff. But like I have never done something to where it's like functionally pulling requests and, and, you know, hooking up an API to a Squarespace site. So that was like a good starting point. And then it had some bugs in the code, like the, the header was blocking something and like that stuff you figure out on your own, obviously if you know it, but I just thought that was a cool project to where I like within 30 minutes that would normally take somebody who, you know, a volunteer at the church probably a couple days. I figured it out in 30 minutes with ChatGPT. You know, another thing about ChatGPT, I'll Keep tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you a story. I'll tell. So I have been writing, no, I was trying to write like a bash script. Um, I don't know if you know anything about those, Matt. Yeah. It's like on the terminal, right? Yeah. I was trying to write a bash script and I didn't know the syntax, you know, I, I'm not an expert. And so I asked ChatGPT and then, and, and I pressed go yep. and then open the new tab, you know, and at the same time, press go into Google, mm-hmm. Google comes back. I click on the first, one of the first links. It wasn't an advertisement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Clicked on a good looking link, like an article, like, yeah, hey. good looking link. I click it, dude. The page loads, and then, you know, like, the, the newsletter pop-up. Yeah. Like, subscribe here. You're pissed. And I'm like, if there's, like, people aren't talking about that. Yeah. Like, ChatGPT is just simply, like, a better experience. experience. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, and then I went back to the other tab to look at ChatGPT, because we know it's done by this point. Yeah. And sure enough, it, there, there it was. The one line that I needed, copy, paste it, boom. Done. The whole point of this conversation, and I think you, you, you'll get where I'm going with this, is that in the interim, before OpenAI, just as an as a arbitrary name, ChatGPT, use that, before it takes us over and kills us, quote unquote, like, why not lean into it and use it? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, an, an, another man. one. 100%. I wanted to clean up my resume because now I had experience doing X, Y, Z. And my resume only had experience for doing ABC. I typed in ChatGPT. This is my past resume bullet points. I need to add this X, Y, Z task that I did this year. Sure. Can you clean it up? Yeah. And sure enough, what did it do? It cleaned it up for me versus me having to spend mental energy to say, okay, I'm going to switch to resume editing. Let me think about it, blah, blah, blah. That's an hour of my time. ChatGPT does it in five seconds. And then I edit it. Maybe there's a couple words a little weird and then done. Yeah. You can fit more into a day. I've been, I've been, I don't know if you've been doing this, but for emails, I've been using ChatGPT a lot. So like, um, I had a direct report that I needed to do like a, 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 like a three stanza, like, hey, this is how you did this quarter, or excuse me, this half. <laughs> and um, Do we and know this direct report? You don't. Okay, gotcha. So anyway, the uh, I, I basically told ChatGPT, like, look, you know, so-and-so is doing well, they're yeah. strong at this point, clean this up, and sure enough. And then same with an email. I did it for an email. But do you think that companies are, like, because I've seen, like, and this is accounting for you, some big four accounting firms are like, no ChatGPT. And like, no, you guys can't use it. I understand why that would be, for relevant what, for for, for what client for client information because it stores all that stuff right so that cybersecurity issues oh, there. True, 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 true. but for productivity like if I'm just asking Excel functions or mm-hmm. I'm asking how to write a VBA script to pull data from XYZ database yeah. I don't see a problem I mean I dude well, I've been using it so much I mean so like OpenAI I, I I'm pretty sure you can pay now right yeah for I pay. Do you pay no I don't use it that much man yeah. that's what I'm saying it's not there it's it's, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not, I guess I'm really good at, at this point, I'm really good at software engineering. So, yeah. like, if anything, I do not trust ChatGPT. ChatGPT makes countless errors. And I always have to tell it, like, yeah. okay, you know, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, hey, man, like, that really should be named this. And it should be an integer, not a string. Yeah. And they're like, you're right, human. Yeah. yeah. They, and they immediately, and they understand. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Um, so, like. I do use it, but I don't use it enough to justify. But at the same time, I could definitely, you know, you, you know, buy it for twenty dollars a month. It's right, it's twenty bucks a month. Yeah, the reason why I use it for twenty bucks a month is because it gives you free API tokens to do calls on there. Like you get a bunch of shit. But aside, well, I, the I think point. what I was gonna, what I was getting at with is like when you do pay for these uh, services, hopefully it comes with like some type of like data um, agreement such that like customer personal information isn't going to be stored in their data set, but is that even possible? So I see what you're saying. It's a good point. Hey, are we taking a break at some point on this podcast? I need to use the restroom. Yeah, go. Yep, so I just used the restroom, (laughs) and we're back. Yeah, so essentially the conversation I wanted to get to and kind of go to was using the tools you have available to your in your belt right now because I feel like a lot of people don't do that. And that's even before ChatGPT. Like, all right. ChatGPT, real quick. ChatGPT, yeah. oh shit, Jesus, earthquake. ChatGPT was, uh, <laughs> ChatGPT was, is like a fast tracked YouTube now for certain people. Cause like before ChatGPT, if I didn't know how to do something, I don't have someone to look up to, like other than you, obviously, but like people to tell me what to do for certain things. So what's next? What's the next best step? YouTube or Google? And you were saying that Google, by the time you go and look at it, look at the documentation. Web page is annoying. ChatGPT, boom, already done. Yeah. So, um, can I just say something that like super cringe? Yeah, that's it. So YouTube with the Chat GPT content. Make one thousand dollars a day. Yeah, with Chat GPT. With Chat GPT. And then it's got like four hundred thousand views. Yeah. You think anybody's making money? 
with ChatGPT. Give me a fucking break. I think I think when I think copywriters could make money. Copywriting is like a legitimate. Okay. Anytime like, I'm watching a video where it's like use this method, people yeah. method to make money. You ain't gonna make money. I'm sure if they pursue it with all they have, they can make money. But most sure. people that watch those videos don't. They watch uh, it and then they, they're watching the video, bro. Yeah, they're, like, exactly, they're like, watching like, the video. Sure. Yeah, it's like it's like the whole drop shipping facade. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I can work from my home. Have you heard? I've seen this one ad about flipping beds on Airbnb. Have you seen this? No. But I'm sure you Classic could make money. advertising. Off. It's just like work from anywhere. Yeah. Passive. You need no money, no skills. It's like, yeah. dude, shut the fuck <laughs> up. If, right. if you're still falling for those types yeah. of marketing yeah. ploys, like. Why would you not want to have skills, though? That's why I don't understand when these people are like, no skills required. It's like, why the fuck would you want to do something that requires no skills? Isn't that an indicator that that shit's going to phase out even if it is going to make money? I don't know. I, I don't give a shit. I, I, I just say this, like. And I tell this all the time and people at home making money as much people it's like you try making money for like 10 years straight. You know, I want I want to see how far you get. How many times have you failed? It's like if you haven't failed more than five times, like you're not even fucking close, dude. And yeah. everyone's looking for that like overnight success shit. It doesn't trust me. I've tried. I've tried it. I've tried it. I've tried it. And I'll continue to try. <laughs> and then eventually I'll be like 40 something years old and yeah. I'll be printing. Yeah. But that's because I've tried and failed so many times like this overnight bullshit with. So that's the cringe part about chat GPT right now. People are like, Oh, I can, I can use it to like, I, I, I totally, I see what you're saying, which is like, yeah, we shouldn't be afraid of using chat GPT, but like, let's also like, let's not make this like a thing where it's like, 10x your life and fucking make more money with chat gpt like and subscribe be sure to ring the bell for fucking notifications so cringe it's like the yeah. tiktok it's, it's like the, the drop t- shipping it's, the, the, it's like for the next couple of years that's going to be the new thing AI. ai get on ai before everyone else does click the link below give me 19 dollars a month <laughs> yeah join my discord where a bunch of fucking white men are just coming together <laughs> Like trying to make it's like, dude, you guys are all broke. I love it. Yeah. I love it. No, I get you, and that's what I was trying to get to. Is I, I think that now though, the polarization between like complete duds in the workplace and like high high achievers is going to be like there used to be a mesh, right? There's like a gray area, but I feel like it's going to be more black and white because people like you and I, mm. or at least people like you, I hope to be someone like you one day in terms of intelligence, we'll use these tools to like 10x our productivity. Yeah. Versus the people that never did anything to. 10x their productivity in the past are going to continue to stay on that side. Like I've talked to people about ChatGPT that I go to school with that I know that aren't the best at certain things and they're kind of lazy and shit. I'm like, dude, you should try to use it in work when you have an opportunity and I give them a tool or like mm. fix your resume and they're still like th- 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 like typing their resume out and it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. No, no, you're right. That's a, It's a good point. Like, look, if you're not going to keep up. Yeah. I don't think it's at the point now, Matt. I see what you're. I see what you're getting at. It's a lot smarter than a lot of people, though. Oh, like, dude, it's smarter than all of us. Exactly. The, the um, I don't think it's at the point yet where I'm not talking about the technology. I'm just saying, like, like, I think it's a. There, there are people that are like, like, learn how to prompt correctly on ChatGPT. You know, stay ahead of the game. Mm, it's not there yet. Like when the tooling becomes something where it's like, oh fuck, I've got to learn this, or I've got to start utilizing this, or I'm screwed. I don't think it's there yet. I don't think it's like if I'm not using ChatGPT, I can't succeed. No. Gotcha. Do I cho- do I use ChatGPT? Yeah, of course I use it. Yeah. Not that much though. 
That's, it. That's why I don't pay for it. You don't use it every day? No. No. I mean, what what can I get out of it? You know, and that's a that's a... It's a longer conversation, but for me and my day-to-day work, it actually takes me longer to use ChatGPT. You know what it's really good for? New, fresh, green projects. Like, not no existing code. Yeah. Like, database design. You know, okay. uh, the different classes. Like, oh, you know what I've been doing? I'm like... This, uh, I use this. I was like, hey, um, can you please implement the strategy pattern in Ruby? So What is that? So there's a bunch of design patterns. Yeah. Uh, I think I've mentioned this to you. Um, so like in software engineering, there's a bunch of like design patterns. One of them is like the most simple is probably like called the builder pattern. Um, and another pattern is called like the strategy pattern. Long story short, it's a way of organizing your code such that it's super easy to extend and edit down the line and make applicable for different use cases. Um, so my, I asked ChatGPT, I was like, hey, can you implement the strategy pattern in Ruby? Boom. And like, that's with, awesome. With the existing code that you have. No, 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 yeah, just, just, excuse me. Just like normal, like yeah. no existing code. I told, I told, told them, or told ChatGPT to do it. Got it. It was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking sick and sure enough now um this one repository i'm contributing to like i have like a nice block of clean well-tested code another thing ChatGPT can do it can test code for you yeah, yeah. like write unit mm-hmm. tests which i don't know if you have any experience i know with. what you're talking about i don't think we ever got into yeah. that but you, yeah you're trying to break your code so it can go well in there you it's like automated tests um so it's code that's testing your code gotcha Gotcha. Yeah, we didn't go really into it. No, I don't know. I don't have the experience with that. <laughs> but no, I mean, for for the most part, with my basic Python that I write for finance reasons, like I wanted to hook up to a database called the ADL ADV, sorry, ADV Filings, um, and they had a API you can use. But I was a little bit confused with their documentation, and I asked ChatGPT like two questions, and it helped me out, and I was good. But I think because I have the knowledge of how to do that in the first yeah. place, that I would, like a, a person who's never wrote in a single line of code in their whole life would yeah. probably not be able to do that. Yeah. But I don't know about you, but I'm feeling fucking motivated all of a sudden. Yeah, it's the Mitra. Shout out to Mitra. Mitra and the Nootropics. Mitra. I had the Nootropics this morning. Oh, yeah, let me, can you put a little of that in? Yeah, we're fucking. I think I had what? One, I had 200 milligrams of caffeine. So I, like, there's only 100 in that, right? You want the whole thing? How much milligrams of caffeine? 100. 100, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a little... So, Should. Uh, yeah, no, I'm feeling, I'm, yeah, I'm feeling super motivated right now. Um, just sitting here chit-chatting with Matt. Um, just really thinking, like, so what I'm, some some other things that I'm thinking about right now um, is, like, where, where do we put our money um, for, crypto. like, long-term <laughs> crypto, uh, like, long-term, short-term. Um, and one of the things, Matt, I know I already mentioned this to you, but I'm going to follow up with it today, is 10,000, every, every year, you can put ten thousand yep, dollars towards. Yep, I think it's a series. The bonds. Yeah, it's a it's a it's called a series bond or series six, six something. Series I maybe. Series I. Series I. Ten thousand dollars, and it's basically a guaranteed government. Uh, yeah, government bond. Um, that that beats inflation. So if you have a bunch of cash sitting around, it's like. If you want to carry cash, it's a really good way to at least beat inflation right now. So um, I'm also looking into like different dividend stocks um, or like ETFs. There's a good ETF that I have. I'll send it to you. I think I would, 
like but but and then I was like, it's like because you know, ugh, fuck. Can I can I just kind of ramble, Matt? Yeah, so yeah. here's the problem. It's like everyone tells you what put your money into assets, income generating assets. Well, tell me some income generating assets. Oh, well, real estate. Okay, well, that sounds like a fucking pain in the ass, but I'm going to do it, right? Obviously, I already own a home. I'm going to get a, another rental property, and, like, uh, I can play that game. But another one that's often suggested is um, the, you know, the dividend, um, like e- ETFs and, and stocks. But if if you want 100% passive income just based off of, of, of like, the stock, you, your portfolio has to be, like, $6 million, I, I mean, like, We'll say like four million, two million dollars. Yeah, that's, that's the thing about um, thank you. Just money way. is like money compounds. So like, like we're talking about dropshipping, right? For example, yeah. if you have fifty k to invest in a dropshipping company, like your own dropshipping company, to pay for the ads on Amazon, to pay for the ads on whatever fucking Google and shit, I'm sure you can become a millionaire if you have a hundred grand to invest in a dropshipping company. Really? Because I'm I think down. So. What? I said I want that. I, I would do that. I don't know. But I don't know. That's It's so competitive. But what I'm trying exactly. to say is like, I was trying to close out the last conversation. Like a guy who has 50 bucks in his bank account is not going to be a knock on wood. I'm not trying to like, uh, you can, you can I do whatever you want. But, but it's, you know what I'm saying? Like that guy is going to struggle a lot more than the guy who has a hundred grand in his bank account to, exactly. to become f- successful and, on dro- in dropshipping or whatever. And, and so what was the, what was the first thing that I said, you know, at the, at the forefront of this, this podcast is like, you should be working more, more hours to get yep. your income up. So then yep. eventually you can take those, that income stream and put it into assets. Yep. And so when you get into that game, now I'm in a situation where it's like, I'm making all of this money and I don't feel like I'm doing enough with your money, with my money. And it fucking eats away at me. But then I'm like, dude, you're fine. Take a step back. I yeah. So. Like I, I, I struggle with the same thing. Um, a lot of times, like, just taking a step back. I mean, you're obviously way more ahead than me. And you got to think about it, too, Mac. You're probably ahead more than, like, I think you're almost at that point, not going to disclose your actual income, but you're almost at that point to where you're, like, you are you have to start worrying about some of the things that rich people worry about, sure. in a sense. Yeah, which yeah. is, I think it's a good point. But I know what you're saying, because, like, people say all the time to me, is like, oh, yeah, for your age, this and that. You're better than the average. But we don't want to be better than the average. If I'm only better than the average, then that's in a bad place for me. That means I'm fucking, I'm a loser. Buddy, Sorry. We're be very, very successful. Like, yeah. But we have, to, we have to make money. And it's like, I can't, like, you can tell me this ETF, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write it down and everything, you know? Um, and I can put money into that. But is that going to make me, is that going to get me to where I want to be? Fuck no. I've got to, i got to focus on, business starting a company that's gonna produce me a shit ton of money and anything other than that like if you're if you're focused on you like focus on your income right my goal is make a million dollars a year you know i think that's pretty uh public if you will at this point that like as as soon as i'm at hey who is it yeah what happened do you need something I, no, I gave it to Dad. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Sorry. Um, oh, like a, like, a, like a million a year, and then I can have another alcoholic beverage. Really? Yeah, yeah that's the... Yeah? yeah. Do you want to get back into alcohol, though, or no? Because I know that uh, like was a big point in your life that didn't really fare too well. I would like to eventually be able to simply enjoy alcohol with the average person. Do you feel, like, left out sometimes when you're like, I can't drink? Yeah. 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 I'm trying to stay more in that I can't drink either. I haven't drinking since last, since I, my buddy's wedding. But 
I don't know. I don't think alcohol is like the. I, I think this 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 probably takes takes a, gives you something right like the the kratom. It's yeah, it's tea though, bro. Sometimes I'm at the kava <laughs> bar and everyone's like, ah, right? I'm like, yeah. dude, we're drinking tea. tea. Yeah, like it's the most. Oh, what's it called? It's, Vanilla form of getting high. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's so, anyway, so. Because you're used to doing all that crazy shit in college. Maybe, we, I mean, I don't want to, like, pry, pry on your prior years, but do you want to talk about that a little bit? Talk like, about. Just your experience with, like, having, like, being a loser <laughs> in a well, way. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say, but. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I, obviously, you weren't a loser. Yeah. Obviously, I was never a loser. But when I look back to when I was, like, getting fucked up and doing stupid things in college, to me, I was a loser. But we what? can we can talk about the obsessive nature of Hollywood, like pushing American that's, children that's to. A, oh, I was looking at that last night. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good talk. Um, you know, or, push yeah. pushing our American children towards like extreme consumption of alcohol while they are in college. Right. Yeah, we can talk about that if you'd like. But but yeah, so dude, like college, like. If you're not drunk every night, are you even like doing college correctly? Like, if, uh, dude, I was high and drunk the entire throughout my entire drunk uh, college experience. Yeah, and it was so much fucking fun. And dude, I worked my ass off though, so I was like on Adderall, smoking weed, fucking like drinking, like just like barely, you know. Um, I f- I graduated with like a three six. Do you miss those days? Or are you uh, like, uh, you can be honest. I don't. I hated that time, bro. It I'll was. I, I will say, like, it was dangerous it was like risky um but it was like i'm glad i had those experiences like i'm like for example i'm glad i bought into the world series of poker main event like that was the bucket list item that i did i think i hadn't played i think the last time i was on the podcast i hadn't done it yet i don't believe so no but that was something that occurred um but to me i don't mean to cut you off but to me like you spending can i disclose the amount uh poker Oh, oh yeah. World Series of Poker Man event is $10,000. So you disclosing ten grand For me, I feel like because, and this is not just because I'm your friend, but I feel like you worked really hard, and that was more of like something that you just wanted to accomplish. Like some people may be like, damn, that's fu-. he lost ten grand. That's how I see it. Yeah. But for you, I know that you've been playing poker for like 15 years, right? Yeah, since, since I was you were a little kid. Yeah. So like it's, that's different. But I don't know where I was going with that. Well, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I don't think that was a waste is what I'm trying to oh. say. Yeah, and plus it was all based off of, like, money that I had earned in cash games. So it's like I didn't take $10,000 out of my account. Mm-hmm. I took $10,000 a wad of cash underneath my mattress. Yeah. That was given to me by the rich Palm Beach fucking white people. Gotcha. Yeah. But anyways, continue. Uh, You're talking about college. Yeah, and yeah, college. Experience. Basically, like, you're supposed to get drunk, drunk in college because you know, Hollywood has told you to do so. And if you don't get drunk and if you're not doing that thing, what do you, you feel like left out? And so, um, anyway, I really enjoy getting drunk because it was like, uh, cause like it, you just lose control. And I just like, I love that. You shit. miss so it. <laughs> I, it was, it was, no, I don't miss it, bro. Yeah. I don't miss it because of the anxiety that I would get the day after. And then of course, like you can't drink and not do cocaine. I mean, yeah. So yeah. you're you're more like that. We're all just telling the stories. We're not. Mm-hmm. None of this is actually true. We're all just storytelling. But um, yeah. you you think that was a necessary part in your life because, at the way I see it, I don't know. I'm a I'm a guy who thinks that like God has a path for you and and God wanted Mac to go through that so he doesn't have to go through that when he has kids one day type of thing. Yeah. Right. 
God wanted Matt to be a crazy fucking fraternity party guy in college so that when he settles down with his wife, he doesn't have any thoughts about doing this, right? Sure. But when I think about it now as a more mature being, I was like, that was valuable time that I spent that has now put me in a, in a behind place. I, I don't know. I always feel that way that I'm always yeah. behind. Yeah, but Matt. Because Matt, I am. But for most people, they don't think that you're behind, you know? I would ask you, like, do you, you, you ever think, like, you're hard on yourself? Uh, sometimes, but also sometimes I think that I'm not hard enough on myself. What about so you? It, well, I always have to, like, you, I have to, like, like you said earlier, like, like, take a step back and just be like, dude, like, nobody else is trying that hard. So, like, how hard should I be on myself? Like, like, you're like, oh, that was time wasted. Because, but, like, at the same time, too, you probably had some fun in there. And it's like, but, yeah, um, like, moving all in on, like, success and shit, like, technically speaking i wouldn't be doing i wouldn't be doing anything but working um there i've I've been following this guy now called he's actually the exact same personality type as me his name is tom bailu he's on youtube successful dude what is he he talked uh what is what he's he he has a company i think it's like a marketing company i I don't honestly i don't but his youtube content is like amazing like i i haven't been following very long like maybe i'm month and a half i've watched probably like four or five videos but but they're long they're like hour long episodes and but he talks about like grinding 10 hours a day like 10 12 hours a day every single day multiple years in a row so that's like that's moving all in on success and when i look at like what i'm doing i'm like light years away from that dude like i like at at 6 p.m if i'm just trying to chill i'll chill so like it's amazing, like, how all in you can move on success and work. And, um, like, it just eats away your life. But, like, how far away I am from that. I do work a lot. Don't get me wrong. I don't think you're far from that. I don't think so. Dude, like, uh, people don't know. And we're not going to disclose our, like, personal, like, you know what I'm talking about. There's things about sure. that, we talk, that we know about each other that people don't know. But I think that for your age, 27, 28? 28. 28. You're doing pretty good. The next thing that if I can pry on your, like, if I had to be your coach type of thing, it's sure. just like, like you said, is like focus on something that you can do for Mac, like that Mac does. But the way I see it for you, like, that's poker for you in a way, right? I love poker, yeah. Like, poker. that's your thing. Like, the way that I like to work out, and I just happen to have workout and, you know, triathlon shit tied into my brand. Mm. But, like, I feel like for you, that's poker for you. So, like, when I saw you when we used to work together in an office, when I saw you at, work at like 8 30 playing online poker like yeah. that's how i know that you're into that shit oh dude i'm obsessed for sure and i don't know if you have disclaimer i don't know if mac has a terrible gambling addiction but i think that mac's more <laughs> into the side of like like you hire i remember like two years ago whatever you hired a guy to come in to teach you how to play yeah you know what i'm saying like you yeah, hired a coach, a coach. Yeah, yeah people that gamble don't hire coaches if uh, like people that have gambling well, poker, addictions po- po- poker is like I, truthfully poker is it is a form of gambling, but like, ultimately, there is so much money to be made because it all has to do with. We could do another podcast on poker if you want. Yeah. Uh, but because that, I can ramble for like an hour. But it, ha- it has to do with well, like the different situations that you find yourself in and like putting your money into specific spots. Um, but the variance is intense. It's a it's a theoretical game that I enjoy thor- thoroughly. It's just like playing chess, which I've been getting into chess um, a little bit. Chess is all fun. 
but I know you. And this, what I was trying to say is like, I know that Max Seeger, David Seeger, hiring a coach and playing online poker, from what I understand, is not because he has a problem with gambling. It has because he wants to learn the game. Like, for example, my dad at some point had some gambling things going on in his life. Mm. He didn't hire a coach to get better at poker. He was just enjoying gambling, going to casino, like 99% of other people that yeah. gamble. But that's the, that's what I see for you. But I, I get what you're saying that you feel like at this point in your life you should be at you should be at let's just say a million dollars a year, right? Whatever. But you're also like pretty. You're doing pretty good, dude. You're doing pretty yeah. good. And and um, I just yeah, I think people like on YouTube and stuff. Obviously, that guy's probably extremely successful. But the timelines for everyone's success is is different. That's a good point. That's a good point. And you shouldn't compare. And that and and that's not what I'm saying. I I. I'm not saying like I'm not doing well. I'm definitely doing well. Um, but you like, want to bring it a little closer if you don't mind. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I said I'm not like saying I'm not doing well. What I am saying is like, am I doing enough? And like yeah. I can look at myself and I, and the answer is no. Dude, Me like, too. Like yesterday, I didn't do shit, man. Yeah. I just hung out, and that's okay. But then it's like, is it okay? It's like how how deep do you want to get with like the grind mindset? And the reality is, Matt. And this is a warning to everyone there watching. Like, like we really need to, like, start taking our lives even more seriously. I know it sounds like, oh, we can't take our life seriously. We're, like, where's the enjoyment? Like, be happy. Can't you just, like, smell the roses? Fuck you. <laughs> Anyone that's going to tell you, like, oh, why don't you stop and smell the roses, man? Fuck you. You want me to be broke on the side of the street when I'm fucking 50? Yeah. It's like, you don't, you know, like, all these people... Any, anybody that's trying to like say, hey, oh, you work all the time. Oh, all you do is work. Fuck you. Fuck you. I agree. I agree. I, I hope you don't have any of that negative fucking bullshit in your life, Matt, because that's that's what pisses me off. And that's actually what motivates me. People, people, motiv like, I honestly want someone to, like, talk some shit to me. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't have that. You don't have any negative. Like I would say the only, the closest thing that comes to, like, people being negative is, like, acquaintances that I have that when there's like a birthday or something, they're like, they don't even ask me anymore though. Cause they don't, they're, they know I'm going to say no. Like if my boys are going out for their, my boys, but people that I know, like when I was 22, I'm 23 now, maybe 21, 22 they They were like still asking me, come, come, come. Now it's like, they know I'm not going to go. So they don't even bother me. And so you're, yeah, you're still young, dude. Wow. This is great. This is a good conversation. What's going to happen is when they get older, when they're like 25, 26, do you think they're going to want to go out? No, everyone ultimately goes the same way, which is what children and kids, right? Yeah. So like, here's the, here's the way I look at the whole kid situation. If you don't have kids and you're not trying to be like fucking, like if you're not trying to live the experience, if you're not grinding, if you're not like, if you're not living, like if, if, if traveling the world's your thing and like vlogging like in backpacking, if you're not like all in on something, then like you're, you're wasting your existence. If you have kids, yeah, do call, it. Do call, the nine to five. Fucking day. watch TV. Watch the Super Bowl. Watch the Super. Yeah. I didn't watch the fucking Super Bowl. You know Bowl. what happened during the Super Bowl, Mac? You'll be so the, <laughs> during the Super Bowl, my I did the people I was with did not know about ChatGPT, and the guy that I was with, which is my brother brother in law, Annika's sister's husband, oh was like he's a CPA, yeah. smart dude, very smart. He was like uh, asking me some questions about he has like this this online trading card site. He's into trading cards, like 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 basketball cards and stuff. Mm. And he was like uh, asking me, he's like, this guy that I follow, he's like, I have, he has this 
Excel sheet that you can type in the, the card or the name of the player, and it'll give you a list of cards that are listed in all their their, their stats, like how much is the highest they sold, mm. blah, 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 the, the volume of sale. Mm. And I was like, dude, I was like, I could probably figure this out for you before we leave. And he's like, how? I'm like, oh, let me just let me just try asking ChatGPT. So within the last two quarters of the Super Bowl, I figured out with ChatGPT's help, send him an Excel sheet to where he can type in the name of the card or the person, and it'll re- return a result from that website by just scraping the HTML. And his mind was like, like blown. It was super simple. Yeah. It ended up being like a function you can actually just do inside of Excel, but then like adding some extra shit on top of mm. it was... But I, what were you asking me before? Oh, just making sure that there's nobody like in your life that's... So yeah, you said Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super reason Bowl. why I said that is because during the Super Bowl, I didn't give a fuck who won or who lost. I didn't care. I was sitting there like enjoying the, the company of family. But when I had the moment to like show, try to do some skills and try something new where I can write a little bit of Python to learn more about mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, I fucking whipped out my laptop in the middle of the Super Bowl. Didn't care about what was going on. I think... Like, some crazy stuff had happened in the Super Bowl. Like, some crazy calls and, like, things were going on. I was just trying to talk to ChatGPT and write code. Yeah. So, like, that's the point where I'm at. Because that doesn't interest me. And it might be a rat race for us. Like, we might be chasing this inevitable dream that will never fully feel accomplished. Mm. But I would rather do that than be a lazy fuck and enjoy Netflix. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And, uh, like, that mindset you just said, like, oh, well, like, oh, uh, is, the, is this, like, the reality is with chat gpt with ai we were running out of time to make money remember that conversation you me and evander had and i told everyone i said evander said well what are you so afraid of i said i'm afraid of living in a world where it doesn't matter how hard i work how like dedicated i am to my craft and how good i am that i can't make money yeah and so if you think that in 10 years, you're going to be able to make money or it's going to be any easier to make money, you're way out of your mind. So it's either A, give up, roll over, and fucking uh, find yourself in a, in a, in a camp, yeah. you know, um, you know, a FEMA camp. <laughs> that, you know, it's kind of, it's a joke. I'm, it's, I'm joking. Like, <laughs> or, or, or like dedicate yourself to making money now and getting ahead now. Pretty much um, just kind of closing out the podcast and after just having an extensive conversation about AI, just personal, like, I guess precautions, like, what the fuck do we do? Like, we're all, get, all the smart people, not trying to say people are dumb, are at a point where, like, we see the future coming. Like, we know that there's an urgency to get our money quick. You know, at this point, like, what's the next steps? And, like, I think Matt kind of in, entailed everything pretty well, like, kind of wrapped it up and basically just keep fucking working hard mm-hmm. keep doing what you have to do and living your purpose day to day like the, and this is the way i kind of see it too is like when i slack off i think of somebody else out there that has more hunger than me and is younger than me so somebody that's like they're like they're like kind of like i'm getting my ass chased by somebody else like mm-hmm. when i think about like you know, just fucking off. Sometimes I fuck off. I watch shit on YouTube that's fucking useless. I watch shit on Instagram. It's useless. I fucking mm-hmm. hang out with people that's useless. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. But I think about somebody else out there that's hungrier than me and younger than me that's going to take my spot. So yeah. that's, that's what I can say. That's re- that's well said, man. Um, I think uh, if you're broke, that hunger comes, like, naturally. Yeah. Um, but I, at this point, I have... 
I wouldn't say I have nothing to lose. I have stuff to lose, but at the same time, I don't have any kids. Like, there's no excuse for for, for me. And um, I would just say, like, look, you know, if you're not, if you're a man, actually, let's not even talk about the women. Are we allowed to be, like, man versus women on this podcast? Mm -hmm. If you're a man and you're relying on your girl to pay for some shit or... You're relying on your friend, your friend's dad, your dad, your mom. If you're relying on someone else, you either you, you better be making sure that you're putting in enough work to get off somebody else's dime and to, to, to get yourself to the next step in your in your life. You're you're right. And and that's that's like my main thing. Like I know so many people just uh and it's I know so many people that like are 28 years old that are just still, you know, and it's not this, like, I'm not saying living at home is, a no, I know I was about to follow up with you. It's a bad thing, but you know, they're still living at the home and it's like, I get, are you saving for the down payment? How far away are you? Can you be working extra hours? It's like, are you really doing everything that you can do to make sure that you build the life or are you just going through the motions? Because if it's the latter, great. But don't be in like the, the my, my, my biggest pet peeve, I might've said this last podcast, is people that like aren't, like they pretend like they're trying to better themselves, but they really aren't. I love people that are just like, eh, I don't give a fuck. I love people that are like, eh, I don't wanna work. I don't wanna leave my parents' house. Cool. You're all in on not giving a fuck. I get it. And I respect that. What I don't respect is like the middle game. Like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, there's so many ways to make money. My TikTok. Fucking TikTok motherfuckers. Stupid TikTok people, man. With the finance experts on TikTok and how to make this passive income. There's no such thing as passive income, bro. You worked your ass off to build a company for years that, yes, now you can kind of take a step back and work on growing the business. But like this idea that things are just going to start magically like printing money for you. It's just not a, it's not a thing, bro. And I would say the biggest thing for me, motivator and for people around my age too, is like the sense of embarrassment, you know, like I, I am not hungry because I necessarily need to be hungry, but I'm more like embarrassed. Like I need to make more moves. That's the biggest thing for me right now. And most people are like, most people, like average people, are like, why? You know, you're doing well, you do this, you have this, this, and this. I know. But for me, it's like it's at this point, going to be 24 is like the embarrassment. Yeah. That's what motivates me is like I need to get with it. Yeah. And like if I ask if I ask 9 out of 10 people in my – 10 out of 10 people in my life, I would say other than Mac and <laughs> everyone else, like if I asked full of 10 people, would be like, you're doing great. And Mac, obviously, you don't know everything about my life and you don't know like other things going on, but like – I know that I'm doing good. Like, I know I'm doing good. Outside of what you know about me, I know I'm doing good. But I'm more, like, at the point to where I'm, like, starting to get, like, the embarrassment of not being where I want to be. So imagine if your entire, um, like, imagine if when people think about Matt, they think about, like, uh, a Yu-Gi-Oh player. And he loves Yu-Gi-Oh, and he's just dedicated to Yu-Gi-Oh. But this motherfucker ain't ever won a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. He's been at it for 10 years. Like... When, when we choose in life to, um, to like, pick the thing that we're going to do, imagine doing it and not seeing any results. So, like, the thing that I've chosen to do um, is, like, I guess, like, success, right? Well, 
now starting to see finally like but it's still not enough so like that embarrassment embarrassment thing you're talking about it only gets more embarrassing it's like i'm all about success yeah but dude you're only making 100k yeah most people would think that 100k is like a good place to be and i for, would for what to live paycheck to paycheck yeah, <laughs> I, I mean don't, i don't know you know, no, no, hundred K is great. Don't, no, it's it's. Actually, I've made more money this year than I ever have outside of work. I've made more. You money. got a little something here on your nose. Oh, sorry, yeah. I've made more money than I've outside of work this year than I've ever have, and a lot further than I thought that I would be. But it's still not enough to where I want to be. And the embarrassment of not being able to be where I want to be is what motivates me the most, pretty Good. much every day. And Good. people might think like. Dude, what's wrong with you? What do you mean you're embarrassed? You're a fucking tank. You're. And I'm like, I know, I know, but I know that internally I could do more. I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah, you're at a battle with yourself. I'm 100. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's like, I'm now actually at that point where I'm kind of like, and I talked to my life coach about this. I feel like now I finally have created enough distance, like to where there's not a lot of people anywhere remotely close to how much I'm making. Yeah. And, um, like, okay, now that I'm in this spot, I can begin to work on other parts of my life. Like I'm really, I'm really thinking about, um, my, uh, like my relationships a little bit more and, and, and how I can, you know, frame certain things better, um, and just be a little bit more, um, aware of people and the way that they think their perception of me and how I sound. So there's like a lot of work that I can do, but I also feel like, okay, I'm winning this race. I'm so far ahead that I look behind me and I don't really see anywhere, anybody near close to me. Um, at least like my age, but I know that they exist Yeah. in California, you know, in New York and fucking middle of the state. There's tons of people out there that are clearly way ahead of me. And so when I think about like, okay, what does my life when 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 someone thinks about Mac? What do they think about? Are they thinking about like, oh, he's the, oh, he's a he does part time stand up comedy? No, they're thinking like, oh, that guy is all about success. He's all about business. Oh yeah, well, how's he doing? Uh, well, he's still trying. Yeah, he's yeah he hasn't gotten it yet. Yeah. Um, and so like until I get that like big big win yeah which it will come i don't know if it'll come soon i think it'll come soon um i know it'll come before 32 i I, I, a lot of the like success podcasts like ed milet um you know andy frisello i always listen to the guests and i hear their stories and you know when things really start clicking for a lot of these really successful guys 28 29 30 31 32, 33, like that span of time is when people that have been obsessed about success, Matt, yeah. like for example, like the reality is like, dude, you're a grinder, you, you know, you, you, you're a beaver, right? You're going to be a beaver. And then at 28 water Buffalo, like mm-hmm. pops off. Now you're making like 50 K a month. And it's just like, you know, then you'll be in a podcast someday. You're 38 and you're going to be talking about the time when you were like 22 and like, you didn't see the results because the results are never going to be instant. So it's about like, just keep grinding. And as an, it's, it's embarrassing, bro. Dude, no, Andy Frisella talks about that. I shit, mean, dude, bro. it's, it's, it's embarrassing at times to where I'm, I feel like spread thin in, in different areas, but it's more of like, 
I know that the bigger picture, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Like it takes time to get places, but then there's the other side of your mind where you're like, I see a 21 year old millionaire and I'm like, I could be 21. I'm 23. I could be a 23 year old. Yeah, millionaire. It's not impossible. But then, and then you also, and then this is kind of like the, the conversation that people have about like steroids in the gym. So this is a good connection. Well, steroids. When I, when I think it will close out after this, it's been a while we talked so long, but it's good. Um, when I think about, uh, young guys, mm. right. I think rest about, in pieces. <laughs> when I think about young guys who are rich, yeah, you're like, fuck, I could be fucking 21 and be a millionaire. Why am I not a millionaire? But then your thoughts start to go to like, well, maybe his dad had a lot of money growing up. Maybe he was good. You know, my parents, they did good, but you know, we weren't rich. We, we were middle class. Maybe that's why he's rich. Mm. It's the same conversation with a guy who looks really good and he's on steroids and everyone is like, man, that guy looks great, but I think he's on gear. He's on gear. It doesn't matter if he's on gear, if it doesn't matter if he's got a rich dad or not. What matters is that somebody is doing something that you're not, and whether whatever cars you have, figure out how to get to that spot type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you try to get the comparison I'm trying to make. Oh, no, but like, it's a great comparison. Like, man. you can either make the excuses for why there's a 21 year old millionaire. His mom, you know, her 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 second husband was a was an entrepreneur, made a, a billion dollars, and they gave him a fifty million dollar loan. That's why he's rich. That's why the guy's driving Maserati. Or you can just look at the twenty one year old who's a millionaire as motivation and say, "I'm not there. Let me get there." The same way as, ah, uh, the reason why I'm not shredded like this guy is because he's on fucking steroids. Mm. Instead of saying it's he's on steroids and not doing shit about the way you look, you can just say he looks fucking great. He might be on steroids, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure I look close to this. I'm using that as an arbitrary example, but I, I think you know what I'm trying to get to, and I hope people understand what I'm trying to get to. Is like, who cares about how they got there? We know people that family's rich, and they're always going to be rich, right? But it doesn't matter. You know, like, they have certain circumstances. You have certain circumstances. All, you can either bitch about and say like, oh, this is the reason why this guy's there, or you can continue working, and it might take you longer, but you'll get there too. You can either choose one or the other. If you choose the one about complaining, then you'll never get there. Mm-hmm. If you try, you'll, even if you don't make it there, you'll you'll get close, right? That's my thoughts. Yeah, and and uh, on top, like just my, I remember my life coach. He he told me that like you wait, find someone that started at the same spot that you are that got to where they want to be. Yep. So. Or worse than you. So find the 21-year-old millionaire that grew up in the exact same town, Yeah. went to the exact same school with the exact same parents, earning the exact same income, given all the exact opportunities that you have, and you'll see, oh, fuck, it's possible. I can do it. And that can be motivating. Or, so, or find someone who's had it worse, that grew up in the, in the hood, mm-hmm. that had to sleep in his mom's car. Yeah. Find someone that did that, that's succeeding. And then you look back, you're like, Wow, I'm a piece of shit. That guy did it. Why the fuck can't I do it? Yeah. So there's two ways you can go about life, and I try to go with that way. And you can get hard on yourself. And at the end of the day, I'm a God fearing man. So at the end of the day, the, the most important for, thing for me is to always be a good, godly individual, and and strive for God. That's number one for me. But at the same time, there's people out there that that are part of this Christian lifestyle, and they use I think they use God as an excuse to not better their success like they think that they because they have to follow god that they can't try to try to be successful too really i've seen some of that Mm. personally i've seen some of that and i'm not trying to judge anybody but i'm saying like in the bible it's very clear god doesn't like when you are obsessed with money 
but he doesn't have any problem with people being rich. God wants you to work hard. The problem comes is when you're fucking so obsessed with money that you're a greedy person. That's when there's problems, right? When you're like so greedy about money that it becomes an issue where you're ruining relationships. But there's no problem trying to chase money in the Bible. I've been told this by, by a pastor of mine, great dude. There's nothing wrong with money. Money's great. Money's a tool. And it's a measurement of how much you've worked, especially if you weren't given the money, right? Oh, it's how much you've worked. It's how much impact, especially in 2023. And obviously Andy Frisella talks about that all the time. But the idea is that like now, uh, the amount of money that you make is completely based off of how much impact that you are having on the world. Whereas in the past, you used to be able to do some shady shit. You can't get away with that anymore because... Google Maps reviews, you know, Yelp, Instagram. Like, you can't do shady shit anymore. The yeah. golden days are over. You know, even though I'm still looking to start a Ponzi scheme, MLM, pyramid scheme. Um, the golden days are over? Yeah. Can't do it anymore. Anyways, uh, I will wrap up the podcast. Yeah, Thank you if got- anybody wants to get in contact with me and start a uh, Ponzi, scheme. Ponzi scheme, pyramid scheme, you want to scam some people, let me know. Comment below. Hey, anyways, guys, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Mac, I appreciate you for having, Take for coming on, of course. always being a good mentor for me. For anyone who doesn't know, Mac's a good friend of mine and always has guided me. I'm blessed to have him. You in can my life. Uh, reach out to me on, oh, wait, that's right. I don't have social. Media. Yeah. Mac's a no social type of guy, but um, hopefully that'll change one day. I think you'll, I think you'll. Yeah, I'm going to come out with an Instagram and my first photo is going to be me with the black Lamborghini with the fucking doors up. And yeah. I'll be like, Buy my six-figure monthly course in the link below. Hashtag success. Hashtag, you know. Yeah. And then meanwhile, it's a rented Lambo. Yeah. <laughs> or given to us by a fairly, very generous uh, guy. But Give me a Porsche. All righty, guys. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We'll catch you guys on the next one. David Seeger, Max Seeger, Take Old care. School Matt. Talk to you guys later. Bye.